just like laid on the floor and she sat on my face. And her mm. pussy was full of his cum. Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> True, that is- okay. And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are Bill and Lana. He's 56, she's 52. He's been married four times, she's been married three times. And you know what? I think they finally got it right. And we're gonna find out how and why. Bill and Lana, welcome to the show. So you guys have uh, tried marriage a few times, yeah? And then you found each other. And from what I understand, kind of from the beginning, the conversation was pretty open, right? Well, exactly. So in my prior relationships, I've denied the fact that I am a submissive. I thought that it was, well, it wasn't serious. And is it, does it really matter? And isn't love blind? You know, all that stuff. And I always drifted away from my spouse to find somebody that I can explore my kink. So when my last marriage didn't work out, I said to myself, it's going to be kink or bust. (laughs) So on our first date, I said to her, I have to be true to myself. And if this doesn't work for you, then I don't want to go any further because I know what's going to happen in the end. And I don't want to go through another divorce, another breakup. So this is it. And uh, she didn't really take it well. When you say that, what do you mean? Like you, was it a turnoff? Didn't you not understand (laughs) it? Yes, it was a turn off in the beginning because in Russian culture and especially in my family, I guess everything stems from from where you are raised and how you were raised. The way I was raised, you have to be with one person, with one man. You have to be virgin to get married, period. Sex is something that is not important. Sex is something that's on the side, but it was never a part of, of something that would help the relationship, let's put it this way. Um, and submissive in Russian, it's like, uh, it's called under your heel or something, and it's considered to be a bad thing. That means this person has no personality. That means this person is easily driven by others and stuff like that. So when he told me this, like, you know, literally, you know how when when something is going like, oh, and then when he said submissive, it was like, ooh. <laughs> The whole world went dark because I liked him so much. And I thought that, you know, on the first date, for some reason, I thought he was the one. Mm. Of course, I was afraid to think that because I was married three times prior to this. So I was thinking maybe it's a mistake. But when he said submissive, I was contemplating if I was going to go with him for another date. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, but but you took the chance. But you liked him enough that you gave him another chance. Absolutely, because I I felt that he deserved it, and I really liked him as a person. Okay, so I wanted so, to support. <laughs> so, w- w- as you move forward, knowing this about him, like what changes, like you know, from all of your other relationships? So, when you know that he's submissive, what changes? What has to change? What is different compared to your other relationships? 
you know, I started to think, I analyze a lot my behavior, everyone's behavior. I'm always analyzing. I'm always thinking, what well, did I do right? Did I did not do right? So what was different is that I realized that he, under no circumstances, he is not a person who is easily driven by others. Very fast, I found out that he was very solid and very decisive person on his own. Um, I also found out that he was this gentleman that I always wanted to have, you know, someone who opens the door for you. Like we dated for two dates and I, I had a renovation in the apartment and he would come and help me. So all these qualities that I always thought were needed for me, I found in him. So I started to think, huh, submissive is not that bad. It's actually what I need. You know, it's just a word. It's just a label that people used for some reason, I don't know, wrongly. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like it's not just in the bedroom, it's everyday life as well? At first it was everyday life. Mm -hmm. Then on, I, don't, I don't remember, it was a third date or something. I was actually doing something in the house and he sends me a picture of a chastity device that I've never known about. On our third date. We were discussing fidelity, and I said, well, fidelity is very easily controlled. Oh. And she said, how so? So I showed her a picture of a chastity device, and she, she was a little blown away. And again, I started to think about my personal. It was all stemming to my personality because I always thought that all divorces were due to my fault. It was because I didn't do something, that I was not you know, submissive enough because my longest marriage that I had for 12 years, I was becoming less and less myself. And I thought that I needed to be there because no one can live with me, that I'm a mm. difficult person, that I'm too dominating, that I'm too strong. Mm. Um, you know, and all of a sudden here I felt stronger. He was putting me on a pedestal. So when he started discussing chastity device, I realized I would I'm an extremely jealous person and I just want the person to possessive. belong to me and very possessive. Oh very. Uh he has to like remember about me every second of the day. So when uh -huh. he told me about chastity device, I was like, oh, oh. My God, this is something for me. It didn't, <laughs> me off. it didn't disgust me like some people get disgusted with it. No, actually, it stirred up a completely different feeling in me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, Bill, finally, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to let it all out there. And if, if she likes it, she does. If she doesn't, we, you know, we move on and try to find someone else. And she starts to, well, she starts to like it. What was it like for you to be able to tell someone, hey, I'm submissive? And like, what changed it for you? What did she do or what did she say that made you feel accepted? Well, she accepted it when we went on a date the next time and the time after. Uh, because I, in no uncertain terms, told her that this is who I am. That's what makes me work. And actually, a few days ago, we had a whole discussion about submissive and, you know, what it all means. And I said, uh, kink, it's, it's like a uh, spice in your food. You don't really need it. You can't live without food. You could live without spices, but it's just an awful life. <laughs> so I said, I, I probably don't need it, but I just can't live without it. So I told her that this is who I am and I like to do stuff for her and I like to support her. And I have no problems with her being in charge. This is who I really am. And I can't hide it. And I don't want to lie about it because I've lied about it in the past. 
and the results were divorces and I don't want to have any more divorce. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then explain to me how this moves into the bedroom, because so far it just sounds like, you know, everyday life with a partner other than the chastity device. How did you explore this in the bedroom? So from my perspective, we're still working on that. I keep trying to persuade Lana that it's all about her, that when we have sex, it's about her. When we have sex, she doesn't have to ask me if I like it, if I'm okay, that as long as she likes it, it's okay. So I always want to make it about her, and I want to make sure that she understands that the focus is on her. This would be the opposite of what I guess a typical would be, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and then we're going to sleep. So now it's just the opposite, that after she orgasms from this or that, then she's like, all right, honey, I'm tired. Let's go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So far, it, it sounds like most women would be okay with that. Most women would be okay with the man wanting to do things for you, wanting to support you. It's all about you, putting you on a pedestal. What makes this a little different, though? Like, is part of your kink humiliation? Do you have other aspects that make it more of a kink? For me, it was like a discovery thing. For me, sex was something that you don't need, something that you don't even want. It's something that's uh, there or not there. You know, like I love sex and I was embarrassed because of it all my life. So I was masturbating a lot because none of my previous husbands were good, were good enough. For me, I was never satisfied. Let's put it this way. The reason being is that when I was 15, I watched this movie that fascinated me. It was a story of O, and it was about submission and domination. I had no idea up until I met him that it was about that. For some reason, it ne never clicked. Uh, so I would get off on masturbating and thinking about these scenes. When I met him, like we were role playing already, like we were. We were married already, but he would live in one state in New Jersey, and I lived in Brooklyn. We would meet up like maybe twice or three times a week. I would come to New Jersey, throw on the fur coat, and have nothing underneath it. And, uh, you know, like I would tie him up, uh, you know, to he had two like ties uh, hanging from the ceiling, and I would like just flog whip him. him, flog him, and it would make me really excited. Hmm. I would have to literally meditate to get there because I thought it was so bad. You know, I was mm -hmm. doing something wrong. Something that you only do by yourself when you masturbate, when no one knows, when you're alone, you know? And then it evolved and evolved, it, you know, it gotten better and better because we were, you know, trying this and that in bed. And it came to the point where he, we were talking about cock holding. Okay. Why? Because it was not enough yet. Oh, <laughs> oh, you wanted more pushing the boundaries. Uh huh. We started pushing the boundaries. Okay. <laughs> now, did Lana, was it you who wanted to start pushing the boundaries more, or was it you, Bill? He always has to push boundaries because I'm always embarrassed of what I want. Let's put ah. it this way I, would, I never would want something what I want. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's probably the way I was raised. Just so you know, her mother's main value is you cannot love yourself. Mm -hmm. If you love yourself, you're a bad person. You're selfish. So you, well, beyond, you're a bad person. 
So Lana's core value in as much as, and I've been fighting it for the past nine years, is that I can't love myself. And I've been trying to, uh, I don't want to say beat it out of her because it wouldn't be the case, <laughs> but I've been trying to show her that loving yourself in whatever way is good because then it makes everybody around you happy. It mm -hmm. makes you happy first and foremost, and everybody around you ha is happy as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember exactly how the conversation of cuckolding came around, but at some point, I think, do you remember? I think you might have, we might have been discussing, and perhaps maybe I'm average size, maybe a little bit less than average. I don't know, five inches, five, oh, five, six. I, I don't know exactly what the average is. It all depends on how you measure it. And, and apparently <laughs> men are really creative with measuring. Right. And, and, you know, I'm okay. But at some point, I think it came out that she wanted to, let's say, explore. So mm -hmm. I, we went on adult friend finder. And uh, one of the first few people that replied was this really nice guy. We, we met up for drinks and we had a good time. And we got no, along. No, 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 no. What do you mean you had a good time? Well, we got along. So, oh. so uh, to me, as far as I'm concerned, the most important thing is that we have chemistry, that she has chemistry with him. Because I always try to shield her and to protect her mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. in this exploration process. And <clears throat> we got along. He was well-spoken, he came on time, he looked nice, he smelled nice. And, uh, you know, we we spent, I think, maybe an hour, an hour and a half having drinks and just talking. After that, it was like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's move on. So then he came over and Lana, take it away. Yeah, I went through different stages. At first, it was a stage when, when we were talking about cop holding, I was thinking that, oh, if he can watch me, fucking someone um does he really care about me like why isn't he getting jealous what if i fall in love with this guy what if what if he falls in love with me what if he uh, yeah, he has huge penis and he, how is it that he's done it doesn't feel intimidated by this and you know i always was afraid to get into it because i was thinking what if what if for real because of that sex i'm I'm going to lose him. You know, what if I'm going to fall in love? But, you know, I realized that this cockholding thing is amazing. This person is just for cockholding and he is the love of my life. So I kind of, this is such an interesting dynamic and I am still discovering for myself how interesting this whole thing is. I care about him and I love him. The other guy, I like him and I like the way he fucks. <laughs> I love I love the way he looks. I love the way he fucks. I love the way it feels. Something that Bill can't give me. So big deal. You know, I can have somebody else. <laughs> mm. Can you tell me about about that that first time? I mean, how did it, uh, Lana? Obviously, you'd had no experience at all, right, with this mm -hmm. kind of thing. Bill, did you? I did not. Oh, okay. So neither of you had had any experience. So how did that first night go like after the drinks and you came back how did it progress so we didn't come back after that night that night he went home and we went home mm -hmm. but it was a couple of weeks later and i don't remember exactly uh i think it might have been during the day and we gave him our address he came over we might have had lunch and maybe drinks and then it was like all right well we're gonna go so i said honey i love you and they went into the bedroom and, you know, for the next hour, I heard some amazing sounds. And <laughs> so you were in a different room. I was in the living room. They're in the bedroom. 
yeah, at first it was just like, like that. Then uh, after a couple more times, I invited him into the room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, I realized uh, throughout this nine years that humiliation is number one thing where I'm getting off. I love to humiliate him. Oh, so, so you're getting off on the humiliation. Yeah. Oh. Well, I get off on the humiliation too. And, and but humiliating we're, him. We're still right. trying to find out exactly what, what would humiliate me. Because most <laughs> of the stuff that she thinks will, will humiliate me. It's yeah, like, he like, doesn't get embarrassed. He's got, I, he's got a big that's much bigger than yours. Yeah, he does. And I said, he's much, much better than you do. Yeah, he does. Well, that doesn't that humiliate you? No, because it's a fact that's that's exactly right. Interesting. Okay. So you've been doing this for how long now, this whole cuckolding thing? Uh, almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in, in that time, um, has it been more than one person? He forgot about one person. First, it was not adult, uh, fr- uh, adult something. Friend finder. Friend finder. It was uh, what was the name of that? So place? we went Ashley Madison. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> so it was this guy who was married, and you know what I want? Like ideally, right now, like I have a plan. What I want is for the guy to be available twice a week. Let's say uh, this person was married, so he was hiding. And he was like trying to get away here and there, maybe because it was the first time it was kind of irritating me, uh, you know, <laughs> that it wasn't my way, you know, it had to be his way. So eventually after a couple of months, it just kind of faded away and I, I broke her off. And then I'm not sure this qualifies as cuckolding. Uh, we went to a nightclub and, uh, yeah. and <laughs> you know, we had, a, we had a couple of drinks and then I sort of told her to go ahead and I, I unleashed her on the general public. And in a matter of, I don't know, it seemed like five minutes, guy after guy after guy came up to her and, you know, and she didn't like that one. And then there was one guy that she liked. And um, I think she just walked away with his number or she gave him her number. And then- Yeah, the guy was perplexed because I was dancing with him and dancing and talking all of a sudden, Bill appears, brings me a drink. And I'm like, this is my husband. The guy always <laughs> because in Russian community, it's like, don't touch my woman, you know? Right. And he was so perplexed that he, he was okay with me talking to him and dancing with him. It's like, what's going on? And then we met up uh, after a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it just, I had one night stand with this guy. <laughs> I thought it was going to lead to something, but it didn't. He was going back to Moscow and back to New York. So again, it was not steady. Uh, I wanted something more steady. Mm-hmm. So now this is a third person and he's been with us for the past year. Mm-hmm. Steadily, once a month, he's here. And um, so, so- Is that enough for you? No. <laughs> so are you uh, maybe considering like more than one person? We are. <laughs> and, and we're back on on adult friend finder and ideally would love to find a couple where he would be dominant and she would be submissive that we could really develop a relationship with um with another we, couple with another couple i mean possibility it's um oh. we're not sure whether oh, hang on. Whoa, wait confusing? hold hold on <laughs> well, who's gonna do what with the woman maybe with me, I don't know. Mm. Oh, so you haven't <laughs> done that yet? You're curious. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. 
Because another thing that happened, I went to strip club about two months into our relationship with Bill and I actually liked it. Oh. So maybe, maybe we can explore even further. Oh, maybe so you want, you want more than just a lap dance. Maybe yes, I, you want to maybe try. I was, I, maybe I was afraid of myself my entire life. It mm. seems like I want to go further and further and further. <laughs> and I'm the vehicle Jumper. to go further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in all of this exploration, does Bill ever play with anyone else? He will never do that because I'm, as I said, I'm I'm extremely possessive. Mm. So but you won't let him. Mm-mm. No. no. But Bill, is there is there d- desire to? Do you want no. to? No, no, there's no there's no desire. Mm. I don't want to. I just, in whatever way that I can participate with her, in whatever way that she would want. You know, with this guy, one time she came out and she was like laid on the floor and she sat on my face. And her mm. pussy was full of his cum. Oh. Uh, or then oh, you did a cleanup. Did you do cleanup? Yeah, I did and, cleanup. And did you like that? Uh, so it wasn't humiliating. Because it was like I don't know she, what gets him to be humiliated. I swear, I don't I, know. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't humiliating. But it was like she looked so she looked so ecstatic, and I was just really happy to be there with her. Then there was one other time when she was blowing him, and she's like to come to the bedroom and lick my ass, and I'm like, fantastic. So I was licking her, and she was blowing him, and then she's like, all right, you could leave now. Oh. And again, I was just so happy that she was so happy, and that I could participate in that. Very nice. Um, how do you identify? Are you straight or do you have any, like, do you think in the future, just because of, you know, activities I hear about from other cuckolding couples, do you think in the future there may be any kind of interaction between Bill and the man? That would turn me on tremendously. Oh, might if you find I... that humiliating, Bill, if you had to uh, fluff the, the bull? I don't think so. No. No, really? I, no, I, I think I think that if she were to say, you know, like, I don't know, lick his asshole, I, I think that would be a little disgusting, uh, because men are disgusting in general, in my opinion. But aside from that, it was like, you know, what, again, I just I just get off so much on her being happy mm-hmm. and on her being uh, all the woman that she could be. Whatever she asked me to do, I'm ready to do. Okay. Did you know before just now, did you know that that would turn her on? Before I met her? No, no, just now. Just now. Oh, I knew. Sometimes we'll we'll fuck. She was like, oh, you know, you're going to be sucking this guy's dick. That's for sure. And and if I could have my way, he'll be fucking you too. Oh. I'm like, okay. All (laughs) righty. But but you haven't done it yet? No. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at that smile on her face. I think you guys uh, need to uh, find out how to make this happen and figure it out, Bill. We're looking. We're looking. <laughs> mm. Very nice. Okay. One of these days, uh, Lana, if you do ever find something that humiliates your husband, will you please contact me? <laughs> Definitely. There is absolutely nothing. <laughs> If you'd like to get in touch with this couple, Lana's not active on social media, but you can find Bill. He's on Twitter, at Old dot kingster and thanks for listening to consenting adults we're getting great guests just from our audience if you'd like to become a guest find me on social media at lena win tv or go to our website consentingadultshow.com and we'll see you next time on consenting adults